Isaiah chapter 3 verse 10. Isaiah chapter 3 verse number 10. Isaiah chapter 3 verse 10. Isaiah chapter 3 verse number 10. Say to the righteous that it shall be well with them for they shall eat the fruit of their doings. Say to the righteous. A righteous person is everyone who is born again. Someone who believes in Jesus. His faith in Christ. Is counted to him as righteousness. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So that means God is asking Isaiah to talk to us. It says, tell the righteous. The believers, those who have their faith in Christ. And the message is that it shall be well with them. God wants us well in all aspects of life. And one of the areas where you as a righteous person need to experience wellness is the area of finances. Amen. Amen. You cannot say that it is well when your finances are not okay. So I'm speaking on financial wellness. Financial wellness, that is having it well financially. God wants you to do well financially. That is, he wants you to be financially comfortable. He wants you to have finances, to have money. When you read the Bible, you see that all our covenant fathers had money. They were financially comfortable. They were financially comfortable. Examples are as follows. Abraham. Abraham. The Bible says that he was very rich. Abraham was very rich. Abraham and that old man said Genesis 13 2. Genesis 13 verse number 2. He was very 
rich. And among the things he was rich in was silver and gold. Which simply means that he was financially very rich. In Genesis 24, verse 35. Genesis 24, verse number 35. Genesis 24, verse number 35. The servant of Abraham gave a testimony. He said, the Lord has blessed my master greatly. And he has become great. And God has given him flocks and herds, silver and gold. So, among the things that God gave Abraham was silver and gold. May God give you silver and gold. May God give you money. In the name of Jesus. Another example is Isaac. Kings were afraid of Isaac because of his riches. He was so rich that a whole nation envied him. Genesis 26. Genesis 26. Verse 13 to 14. Verse number 13. Genesis 26. Genesis 26. Verses 13 to 14. Verse number 13. Verse 13 to 14. The man began to prosper and continued prospering until he became very prosperous. And a great number of servants saw so the Philistines envied him. May God give you so much money that people around you envy you. In the name of Jesus. As a matter of fact, Abimelech, the king of the Philistines, said to Isaac, Go away from us. For you are much mightier than us. Genesis 26, verse 16. Genesis 26, verse 16. Genesis 26, verse 16. He became richer than the whole nation. Even today, there are certain people out there that are richer than many, many countries. Yeah. We are not talking about Isaac anymore. We are talking about people in our time. Who are richer. They have more money than a whole nation, like the whole nation of Malawi. <laughs> 
These are people who can finance our annual budget as a nation from their pocket. Hallelujah. Amen. But anyway, for now, we are looking at examples from the Bible. From the Bible. Number three is Jacob. Jacob was another giant in the realm of financial wellness. Of course, he struggled for some time. But he broke forth in the end. I know somebody listening to me has been struggling for some time now. Financially, you've been struggling for some time. But like Jacob, you are breaking forth. I said you are breaking forth. I said you are breaking forth. In the name of Jesus. Yes, you must believe this. Because the Bible says, though your beginning was small, yet your latter end would increase abundantly. Amen. Amen. Job chapter 8 verse 7. Job chapter 8 verse number 7. Job chapter 8 verse 7. Job chapter 8 verse number 7. So you may be small financially today. But you can decide. That I will not end small financially. How many are making that decision? You must decide. You must decide. It's not just a matter of praying in tongues and Sizo. coming to church and, and doing things. No, no, no. You must decide that I will not continue struggling financially. Hallelujah. Amen. May it be well with you financially. In the name of Jesus Christ. There is nothing magical about financial wellness. It is all a, a matter of choice. It's a matter of choice. There is nothing else. You can choose to practice certain principles. You can choose to practice certain principles. Certain principles. You can choose, you can decide to say that this is what I'm going to do because this is what is going to bring me financial wellness. Is it making sense here? Hallelujah. Amen. So don't sit there thinking that your financial situation cannot change. I decree this hour. It is a new day for you financially. name of Jesus. Number four. People in the Bible who enjoyed financial wellness. 
Number four. Number four. Is Job. 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 Job was another financial giant. The Bible says, the Bible says, Bible, Job chapter 1, Yobu chapter 1, verses 1 to 3. Verse there was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job, and that man was blameless and upright, and one who feared God and shunned evil. And seven sons and three daughters were born to him. Also his possessions were 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen, 500 female donkeys, and a very large household. So that this man was the greatest of all the people of the East. Seven thousand sheep. What if you had? 300 gods. I don't think you would be struggling the way you have been struggling. Yeah. Or what if you had 1,000 chickens? Let's not talk about gods. Let's talk about 1,000 local chickens. Not even hybrid, but local chicken. 1,000. A proper local chicken that is big enough, like Tambala, would cost how much on average? Women that buy huh? 7,000. So, 7,000. What if you had 1,000 of those? That is how much? Huh? 7. Ask your neighbor, do you have it? Do you have it? Do you have seven million? Seven million. I've, unfortunately, some of you, if you had seven million, you wouldn't be in church. <laughs> you will be asking yourself, do people still go to church? May God help us. Hallelujah. Amen. Why should we have money? Let us look at the functions of money. The purpose, the necessity of money. Let's not take things for granted. Number one, for the promotion of the work of God. One of the reasons why each one of us should need money is for the promotion of the work of God. For the work of God to expand and grow. We need financial prosperity. 
Zechariah chapter 1 verse 17. Zechariah chapter 1 verse number 17. Zechariah chapter 1 verse 17. Zechariah chapter 1 verse number 17. The Bible says that it is through prosperity that the cities of God shall spread abroad. Just interpret from what I'm saying please. It is through prosperity Kuzera. that the cities of God will spread abroad. Cities of God here will refer to the church of God. Yeah. Because in Psalm 48 verse 1. Psalm 48 verse number 1. The Bible says great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in the city of our God. So we know that the city of God is the church of God. And he says his cities will spread through prosperity. Where there is poverty, the church cannot spread. You don't plant churches with poverty. When you are poor, you meet in classrooms as a church. Because that's the only, you know, in a primary school classroom, maybe the rent is 2,000. That's what you can afford. And then you also worship under the trees. Yes. To enjoy the cool breeze of the wind. Because you can't, you can't afford to buy land. You can't afford to build a place of worship when there is poverty. There are so many people whose message can shake the world. But it, they are not preaching anywhere. They can't stand in platforms that would enhance the message, the spread of the message that they carry. Because for you to stand in those places, you need money. Hallelujah. Amen. The gospel is free. But it takes money to spread it. Don't be fooled. Don't be deceived. The gospel is free. We are served free of charge. But for you to spread the gospel. The means by which the gospel is spread. Requires resources because it is very expensive. God may have sent you to preach in Uganda. But you need money to get there. Otherwise, believe God to carry you like the Holy Spirit carried Philip. But check in your Bible, not many were transported like that. Even in the life of Philip, it was only once. For the rest of the time, he was told, join this chariot. And you don't join chariots without money. 
Can you go to the airport and say, me, I'm Esau Banda, the anointed of the Lord. I'll carry me to Kenya without buying a ticket. Come on. The police will manhandle you and throw you out. Is it making sense? Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. Some of the specific kingdom assignments that require money include the following. The preaching of the gospel through crusades. Through the media. Through book publishing. How about building of places of worship. Church planting. Helping the poor. All these require money. That is why we all need money and we must talk about how we can have money. And it is not to say that all your mind should be on money. No. No. But we are saying you cannot ignore the subject of money. And holiness sometimes can be difficult when there is no money. When you have money, you don't need to lie. There is no need to lie. There is no need. Eh? But when there is no money, hey, you lie. You know I'm from Mulanje. Uh, when you come from Mumvela, you say, I am from Mulanje. I, I came here. Uh, my friend promised to accommodate me. Yes, but they have been calling and calling. It's not answering. So because I listen to you on radio, Pastor. The guy is lying. He's deliberately mentioning Mulanje. Because he knows that the transport to Mulanje will be enough for his rent enough for his food. Yes. 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 He will be mentioning, I come from Chilumba. Very far. You know, and when you give him the assistance, two weeks later, he will come. They usually forget that they came. So he comes again. Ah, you are back from Mulanje and then he will run away. <laughs> but when you have money, eh, when you meet people, you just greet them. Hallelujah. Is it okay? <laughs> Please, I decree this. May you have money. You will have money. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, you cannot do the work of God well without money. Mm. 
It's true. Amen. Amen. We thank God that we are in this building. But you know, God had to use money to build this building. And he had to give you money for you to contribute that money to the construction project. Without that, it doesn't work, sir. It doesn't work. Nobody should deceive you. Now, number two. Why do we need money? Number two. Number two. For our dignity as children of God. Money sponsors honor. <laughs> While poverty sponsors shame. To have money is to be dignified. Check in your Bible. When man sinned in the Garden of Eden, one of the first things that occurred to him was that he became naked. And nakedness is symbolic of poverty and shame. So when we have money, it dignifies us as children of God. Nakedness is associated with what? Poverty. Yes. Look at the children of poor people. Yes. They usually move about naked. Yes. No, sometimes they, they move about naked. And sometimes indeed, indeed they wear a shirt with open buttocks. Poverty. Poverty is evil. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. We must hate poverty. And I kill it in your life. In the name of Jesus. Said in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. In 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9. 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse number 9. 2 Corinthians chapter 8 and verse number 9. 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse number 9. The Bible says that. Jesus became poor. Jesus became poor. That we through his poverty might become rich. Can you imagine? That this issue is so serious that Jesus had to become poor. It's an important issue. So much that Jesus had to become poor. He became poor. That we, through his poverty, might become rich. 
He's talking about physically rich. It's not like spiritual riches. That one you are already rich. But today I'm dealing with your pocket. You are spiritually rich. You have a lot of revelations. You see visions. Every time you pray, you sense the anointing. The only problem is that your pocket has nothing. Today, may God change your situation. In the name of Jesus. Christ. I said in the name of Jesus. Please, can I hear loud a shout of amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, Ecclesiastes chapter 9. chapter 9. Verses 14 to 15. Verse number 14, you got 15. Ecclesiastes chapter 9. Mulariki chapter 9. Verses 14 to 15. Verse number 14, you have uh, 15. The Bible says, Bible, There was a little city with few men in it, and a great king came against it, besieged it, and built great snares around it. Now, there was found in it a poor wise man, and he by his wisdom delivered the city, yet no one remembered that same poor man. So no muzindamo mudalibun tosa uka koma wanzeru, dipo adapulmusam zindao ndim zeru sake. Koma padaliba mede adam kumbukira muntu wasaukai. You see, when you are poor, you are forgotten. De uka kalampa we do umai wariga musavud. So this passage actually is confirming that there is no dignity in poverty. The man was wise and did a wonderful thing. But poverty humiliated him. Poverty will drown the ways and the wisdom of a poor man. No matter how brilliant you are, if you are poor, you always end up being despised. That is why poor African countries like ours, they just impose things on you. You want aid? Allow men to be marrying men. If you don't do that, there will be no money. You want money? Legalize abortion. Legalize it. And because you want the money, you are shik. May God deliver us from poverty. In the name of Jesus. You know, countries in the Middle East. Western countries cannot push them. 
they have money, so they are rich. Yes. No one can push them. Uh, yes. But when you have nothing, and they know you don't have anything, you're in trouble. <laughs> You are in trouble. You, you can make all the noise. They will just look at you. They know that when now hunger begins to bite, you will come. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is what you do with your children at home. If you don't do this homework, you are not eating lunch. No, no, I'm not eating it. Oh, At half twelve. Half twelve. Hunger is biting. You see the boy coming. Mommy. Ma. I want to do my homework. <laughs> but countries in the Middle East. No one can put. They have. Oil. They are rich. They are rich. And they can punish you if you want to make noise. They'll just say we are reducing the levels of oil production. Yes. Yeah. One of the most expensive cars in the world is Rolls Royce. Rolls Royce. Rolls Royce. I know somebody is asking, what is Rolls Royce? It's not like Toyota Corolla. Rolls Royce. I was listening to someone who was saying that one of the kings One, one of the kings in, Mo, in one of the Middle Eastern countries. One of the kings. Kings. Eh? He has over 20 Rolls Royce. In his compound. Eh? Over 20. Over 20. And it is said that one of the Rolls Royce has to be parked in front of his house. In front. My friend. In front of his house. And it has to be on 24 hours. Yes. Yes. Just in case he has a, an emergency trip. <laughs> Just in case. With a driver inside. Driver in Just in case the king would want to rush to 
whatever place it should not be delayed not even for a second 24 hours after 24 hours another one Rolls Royce will come out to be in front on 24 hours like that every day every day yes yes hallelujah amen hallelujah amen and when they want to charter a plane they don't charter these small small planes like gulf stream no it's Airbus 380. Relaxed. Not a 20-seater, a 50-seater. That big one. And such a man, you cannot tell him legalize abortion if he doesn't want. He will tell you off because he doesn't need you for his survival. But this side, you know, we are surviving on prayers. We are surviving on miracles. That I can tell you. That we still exist as a nation is a miracle. It's a miracle. Otherwise, would have collapsed economically. Would have collapsed long back, long back. Because there is literally nothing. But somehow, the hand of God is upholding us. May the hand of God uphold you. In the name of Jesus. In Proverbs 19 verse 7. Proverbs 19 verse 7. All the brothers of the poor hate him. How much more do his friends go far from him? He may pursue them with words, yet they abandon him. Is it making sense? When you are poor, you are hated. No one thinks about you. Eh? So, there are some people who say, you know, pastor, when I had money, I mean, I had a lot of friends. But today, because I have no money. Everyone has run away, including my own relatives. That is not a revelation. It's in the Bible. When money is absent, friends will be absent. Yes. Yes. Even the family, when they have a family meeting, you are the one they think last. About. And 
after they have already concluded the meeting. That's when they say, ah, ah, where is he? Because they know that even for you to come, you need assistance with transport. But this week, your story is changing. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, number three, why do we need money? Number one, for the promotion of the work of God. Number two. For our dignity as God's children. Number three. For the fulfillment of God's covenant of worth for his people. For the fulfillment of God's covenant of worth for his people. God made a covenant with Abraham who is the father of us all who believe. It was through this covenant that Abraham himself was blessed in all things. Genesis 24 verse 1 Abraham was blessed in all things. Under this covenant. So God. God. Programmed that. This covenant. Will be established. Through the acquisition. Of abundance. On the part of his people. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 18. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse number 18. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 18. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse number 18. You shall remember the Lord your God. For it is he who gives you power to get worth. That he may establish his covenant. Which he sold to your fathers as it is this day. So it's like a man promises his wife that my wife now that I have married you, you are going to enjoy life. You will know that you are married to a real man. You are going to enjoy the best of the best. Every year, by the end of every December, December, your account will have not less than 20 million quads. Every year. No matter what you get within the year, but your balance as at the end of December will always be 20 million, not less than that. So, 
as a start, just for a start. I'm now giving you 8 million. Now, this 8 million, the 8 million is actually establishing the covenant. Is it making sense? It is establishing the arrangement to say yes. This man is serious. And by the time it is December, the wife checks his, her balance. Then she discovers that there is 26 million. The man has established the promise. But if by December there is only 500,000, it means the man has failed to establish, to fulfill the covenant. So Moses is saying to the children of Israel that God has given you power so that you can use it to get worth. And when you get worth, God will have established his covenant that he made with your forefathers. So I must have money. Because me having money as a child of God and as a descendant of Abraham establishes the covenant that God made with our father Abraham. So when I don't have it, it's like I'm saying the covenant that God with made with Abraham is a lie. So that is why you see that those who came from Abraham, Isaac, Isaac had money. Jacob, Jacob, money. Do you think Joseph had money or not? Joseph. 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 <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. How about the children of Israel? These were people that the Bible says about them in Psalm 105. Verse 37. That God brought them out of Egypt with what? Silver. And gold. Silver and gold. These people, and the day they left Egypt, they left Egypt bankrupt. No, they left Egypt bankrupt. They left the country without anything. Because they took everything. Exodus chapter 12 verse 36. Exodus chapter 12 verse number 36. Exodus chapter 12 verse 36. Exodus chapter 12 verse number 36. They plundered the Egyptians. They left Egypt without anything to eat. The land had nothing because they took everything. Articles of silver 
articles of gold and clothing. Something just came on the Egyptians to confuse them. And they just gave everything. Get, get, get our sofa sets, get, get our sofa TVs, get everything. That is why Pharaoh changed his mind. What? These people have taken everything. Let's go and pick them up. It was too late. And it was impossible for Israel to go back to Egypt. May it be impossible for you to be poor again. In the Jesus. Jesus. I in the name of Jesus. I in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. I decree this. May you experience a shift in your finances. A shift in your finances. You are the seed of Abraham. You are the seed of Abraham. I said you are the seed of Abraham. You must not suffer again. In the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. Your father Abraham was very rich. May you be very rich. May you be very rich. Your brother Isaac was extremely rich. May you be extremely rich. Do not be like the son of the prophet who left a lot of debts for his family when he died. Second Kings chapter 4. chapter 4. Verses 1 to 7. Second Kings chapter 4. chapter 4. Verses 1 to 7. The inheritance he left. Were debts. Mm-hmm. The family inherited debts. The wife and the children were under intense pressure to deal with the situation. If you are a parent, you have to take proper care of your children. And that comes at a cost. 
place. I, I, I know that uh, we are heavenly people. Yes, yes, yes. We, we, we are heaven minded. But don't forget that we are still here on earth. And here on earth they talk finance. You can't go to Sana or ShopRite. Say that I'm heavenly minded. I'm taking sugar here. They will hit you. <laughs> Is it making sense? Yeah. Mm. If you are going to take care of your children as expected. You will need a lot of money. Don't be a parent whose child will look like ah, where did this child sleep last night? No. I your child when you are still alive come on you deserve to be arrested you must work hard to get money even for the proper care of your family yeah the proper care of your children. You know these days. Children. They need toys. Toy cars. Toy planes. Toy planes. Those toy planes with a remote. Toy children. It's not like you at your time. There was nothing. In your time. Of course there was this uh, uh, you know this uh, uh, wire wire cars and, and other wire things. But things have changed. Now children want to watch cartoons. That is what now you need subscription. You must have TV. TV. Decoder. Decoder. Dish. Dish. And your child will be there throwing his legs up like this. And he wants to watch. And sometimes he behaves like he's not in the house. He's focused and glued. You can't say that, that we didn't have these things in our time. So there will be no TV in this house. You are not depending on the age of your child. You know what he will be doing? Especially on Sundays. You will be telling him. As good and good. Mommy, ma, drop me. Can you see any? At Shekina's house. At Shekina's house. Why? Because he saw TV there. 
He saw TV there. Because there is none in your house. Drop me and he will be crying. Until you are embarrassed and you have no choice but to drop him. Hallelujah. Amen. Today, if your child is going to school, like primary school, you want to take them to a proper primary school. And most of them are expensive. De, um, primary school. Um, yeah. And you can't say you walk to school. No. You I, have to find means and ways. Either a car or what for your child to be dropped. You can't say me, I used to walk two kilometers. That was your time. You were even in the village where there were no cars. But this time, there are cars around. You need money to eat well. Why did Jesus address the issue of worries about eating and drinking in Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 to 33? He was talking to financially broke people. Financially broke. Yes. Because if you have money, why should you worry about what to eat? What to drink? What to wear? No. You can only do that if there is nothing in your pocket. But as for you, you shall have more than enough money. In the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. When you have money and you receive visitors without notice, there is no struggle. There is no pressure. There will be no heart palpitations. There is no quarreling with your wife or your husband. Yeah. It's true. Because when there is no money <laughs> and then people show up from nowhere The most concerned will be the wife because they expect her to bring food on the table. Men usually they don't mind. Yeah. But women, they'll be worried. And they will be telling the husband after greeting the visitors to another woman. Yes. What are we going to do? 
Why were you allowing them to come? And the man will be saying, no. I also don't know. <laughs> so what are we going to do? And the husband will be saying, ah, what we ate last night, is it not still there? They said, no, they wanted uh, two pieces of Two pieces of chicken. Okay. We will just drink water. You give them the chicken. It's okay. I think I, I will sacrifice. I will sacrifice. <laughs> May God deliver you from poverty. In that name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Why do we need money? Number what now? Number five. Number five. To support the poor and the underprivileged. You know, Jesus said something. Yes, I didn't know. He said the poor you always have. That should tell you that one of the most difficult things to address is poverty. Jesus said we cannot completely deal with poverty. Mark chapter 14 verse 7. Mariko chapter 14 verse number 7. For you have the poor with you always. That is no matter what you do. Whether you are called America. No. Whether your name is America. America. Whether your name is Dubai. Dubai. Or Brazil. Brazil. Canada. Canada. USA. Kandu USA. Malawi. Malawi. No matter what you do. The poor. The poor. You always have. Because there are some people. No matter how much you teach them things they need to do in order to get out of poverty. They will never do it. So they will remain what? Poor. So some of us must have money in order to assist such people. The Bible says, Bible, Proverbs 19, verse 17. Proverbs 19, verse 17. He who has pitied the poor lends to the Lord and he will pay back what he has given. Proverbs 28, verse 27. Proverbs 28 verse 27. He who gives to the poor will not lack, but he who hides his eyes will have many causes. 
Amene apele kwa usau kasa za suwakantu. Kuma amene ama sinza masuake aza tembeleleka. So, always look for someone you can bless. Then, tawi zon seti ziyanganamu ntamendi kuzukumdalisa. Amen. Amen. Help someone. Tandizani wina wako. Who is not related to you person. Amene zimbale wanu kumwe. Help that person. Tandizani amene. Help them in whatever way possible. Because helping someone may be your own investment for the future. Because you don't know who is going to help you tomorrow. Yeah. Amen. Amen. There is a certain woman of God who at their early stages in life together with their husband were strugglers, real strugglers. But in the neighborhood there was a lady who was well to do. Who here and there used to assist this couple. And she says that there were times when, he, because the woman was a bitch, she was blessed with a body, a bigger body. Yeah. But her, this woman of God is, you know, just slim. But so the lady sometimes could give her these her clothes. And you can imagine if the size was exceedingly abundantly above, beyond expectations. Beyond expectations. <laughs> but she had no choice. But over like 20 years later, the situation changed. This family is now very well to do, very rich. And you know those people, being older people, it means that even their earning capacity has also gone down. So what she does is to buy, like the other time, she bought a brand new vehicle for, for the family to appreciate what they did 20 years ago. Yeah. What if this family said, you stupid people, you are poor. You are poor. We can't assist you. Do you think that this woman could have bought them a car? No. So, Sometimes the one you help today may be an investment for the help you will need in future. Be careful how you handle people. Is it making sense? A story is told. Pastor E.A. Adeboe tells that story. Of a young man who found a lady. And they agreed to wait. 
on the wedding day the young man did not show up they waited they waited where are you he was nowhere to be seen and you can imagine for what that meant for the bride tears crying and controllably crying shedding tears but pastors you know Thank God for pastors. Pastors are a blessed people. Yes. They encouraged the young lady. Read the scriptures. And prayed. Until the young lady accepted the situation. Several years later. A man married this young lady. And this man was a soldier and became a general in the army. And you know in these houses or residences of people like that there will be these smaller private soldiers who, who will be opening the gate for the bigger bandas as they pass so who was allocated to open the gate? It was that brother. That brother. Who ran away from this lady. Open the gate. So as the lady was passing, chauffeur driven. She looked. Ah, ah, ah. She told the driver. Adam was a driver. Stop. Bring down the window. Sister the window. Hello. Ah. 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 Yes, madam. Yes, madam. <laughs> Be careful how you handle people. Be careful how you handle people. And you know, this lady was deeply touched. Yes. But I believe she must also have been very happy. Somehow that this man did well to run away. I would have been the wife of a private soldier. Yes of being the wife of an army general. So I believe somehow she said, my friend, you did well.
careful how you handle people. Eh, so so when God gives you some little money, please don't make noise. Money is called currency. 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 Currency is something that flows. So that means money comes and goes. So if you have it today, don't make noise. Don't make noise. You know, some people when they have a little bit more of money. They want to despise their old friends. They are calling him. You will not answer. They will send WhatsApp. You will not answer. In his mind, he's saying, What are these beggars looking for? One day, you will be surprised that the money you are bragging about is no longer there. Because because the Bible says that money can develop wings and fly away. But as for you, because you handle money well, when it comes, it shall never leave you. I said it shall never leave you. I said it shall never leave you. I said it shall never leave you. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Number six. Why do we need money? For personal comfort and enjoyment. For personal comfort and enjoyment. Is it making sense? Yeah. There's a difference between driving in a Toyota Viz and driving in a Prado VXR. There's a difference. Not just a difference, but a massive difference. Especially when you are driving on the roads of Area 49. Is it making sense? It's true. It's true. There's a big difference. One is more comfortable than the other. And there's also a big difference between owning any other kind of car than having no car. Or you may say this one is producing a lot of smoke, but a car is a car. Those of you that have no cars, 
the day you have any kind of car, you will know that a car is a car. You know, when I first had a car, then the car had a problem. And you know, in Area 18B, there were these taxis that, Sometimes you didn't want to jump into those taxis. Worn out. Worn out. But when I had problems with my car, I jumped into one of those. And it took me to where I was going. That's when I made a conclusion that a car is a car. Regardless of his looks. <laughs> is it making sense? Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. May you own cars. Mukale ni makalimoto. I said may you own cars. Mukale makalimoto. In the name of Jesus. Mozina la pamvula yes. Not only one car. Osati kalimoto emosia. Three cars. Koma makalimoto atat. Four cars. Six cars. I know somebody is saying, but Pastor, why should I have six cars? The answer is for your personal comfort and enjoyment. Command those who are rich in this present age not to be proud, not to trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God who gives us richly all things to enjoy. 1 Timothy 6 verse 17. 1 Timothy, One six. Timothy chapter 6 verse number 17. 1 Timothy chapter 6 One Timothy, verse number 17. 1 Timothy chapter 6 verse number 17. Bible kunena kuti uh, Anton Samenali ndichuma walamulire kutasanyade kapena kuhika mtima wawo pachuma chumene uh, cho, pachuma chumene nchosa dalirika koma chembe kizo chao jikale pa mulungu amene ama tipasa uh, mulu wa manja zonse zoti tangalasa hey. zonse zotani God wants you to enjoy mulungu afuna tangalale God wants you to what? It says you must enjoy in this present age. In this present age. I know we have sung songs like he fed joya but there's also another enjoyment in this present age. Where you take your family to Kasungu National Park. You take your family to the lake for a weekend. Yes. Yeah. You, you have a boat ride. 
You have a boat ride. You have a boat ride with your family. While you are eating ice cream. I hope you are not asking what is ice cream. Where you take your family to Cape Town, for example. For holiday. Enjoyment. Hmm? Where you take your family out to Capital Hotel for an evening meal. Not one to thirty. One from first of January to thirty-first of December. Says he gives us all things richly, richly, richly to enjoy. To enjoy. To enjoy. I dare this May you enjoy financial abundance. In the name of Jesus. You may be seated. There are two types of Christians. I saw them in the Bible. The Lazarus type. And the Abraham type. There was a rich man. And and a beggar by the name Lazarus. And Lazarus was a righteous man. But his body was full of souls. Yes. So much that dogs were licking the wounds. But the man was very holy. So much that when he died, he went to heaven. Yes. But when he went to heaven, he went straight to the bosom of Father Abraham. And Abraham was very rich when he was on earth. And in heaven, he is the one who is also welcoming those who die righteously. Choose what kind of Christian you want to be. The Lazarus type or the Abraham type? I have chosen the Abraham type. I have chosen the Abraham type. I have chosen the Abraham type. I want to enjoy here and then. Hallelujah. Amen. It is possible to be both rich and righteous. And after this life, then you go to heaven. That is how Job was. Rich and 
righteous. He was the most holy in his time. And then the richest in his time. He was number one on both. Very rich. Very righteous. So you are not sinning because you have money. You are sinning because you are stupid. Why are you living like this? Ah, because there is a lot of money. Come on, which money? Which money do you have? You mean the money you got on loan? You know some people they will get a loan and disappear from home. <laughs> One lady called me. <laughs> she said my husband has gotten a loan and he has gone with a, a girlfriend to Mangoch. That is stupidity of the highest order. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. But as for you, you are changing levels. I said you are changing levels. I'm talking to you. I said you are changing levels. I said you are changing levels. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Lift your right hand and say, I'm not going to remain the same financially. I'm not going to remain the same financially. Something good is happening to me. Something good is happening to me. Hallelujah. Amen. Can I tell you this? Never have pity over financial struggles. No, I never said that. I said, never have pity on financial struggles. Never have pity over financial struggles. Never I sympathize with poverty. Say it's okay. I you know some people say such is life. Poverty is not life, poverty is bondage. Such is life. I want you to decide that you are not going to struggle financially anymore. It's a decision that you have to make. And it is that decision that will take you to the place of now taking practical steps that would lead you out of it. Number seven. Number seven. Why do we need money? 
to contribute to national development. To contribute to national development. It takes money to contribute to national development. When you have money, you make investments. You establish businesses, companies which in turn employ people but also those businesses will be paying tax to the government. Yeah. And it's those taxes that contribute to the building of the nation. And your businesses will have premises, for example, buildings, office structures, Ka- office buildings. That will also contribute to the physical beauty of the city. Like these premises have contributed to the beauty of Area 49. Yeah. Yeah. It's true, isn't it? Is it true or not true? So why are you looking as if it's not? Hallelujah. Amen. So when you go to places like Dubai, you see high-rise buildings. 110 floors. Zama float 100. 80 floors. Ma floor 80. 90 floors. Ma floor 90. You find out that most of those buildings belong to private investors. Yes. People that have got what? Money. Have, have built Dubai. Amanga Dubai. Yes. You see that one building has got so many investors in it. One building will have so many investors in it because it has many flows and you see, depending on your financial capacity, you can buy some squares of a particular flow or a particular yeah, flow or room. Yes. Others will buy like two floors. So when that building is rented, the money that will be made there will be shared depending on how much you invested in the building. Is it making sense? Do you know why we are failing to build our country? It's many people don't have money. And when you don't have money, sorry, you look stupid. And you become troublesome. You become a burden to the government. You become a burden. Because, yes, because now you rely on the government to feed you. The other time I went to India. Yes. 
on a certain assignment. We saw there hospitals. Hospitals like hotels. That is a hospital. These are investments of private people, not government owned. These are private investments. Is it making sense? Hmm? Ten floors, hospital. With all kinds of equipment. When I saw those hospitals, I said there are no hospitals in Malawi. We, we clinics and health centers. You know there's a health center, you know health center. Yeah, for under five clinics and the like. Yeah. Yeah. But if we had money, I mean you. In New York. Some of you, can I tell you the truth? I know some people don't like to be taught the truth. That is the problem I have with many people. They don't want to be taught the truth. When they are taught the truth, they become angry. But do you want to be taught the truth? I'm saying some of you, if truth is to be taught, the face I'm looking at, your face is not the real one. It's true. Let money begin to come. We will be surprised. I said we will be surprised. We say, wow! Is this the same man? couldn't do a mile. Say, wow! Wow! Levels have changed. Yeah, it's true. Some of you, your body is not your real one. The real one is still waiting for money to come. That's when we'll be surprised. You say, wow! Where is this body coming from? The answer will be, money has arrived. Money has arrived. Money has arrived. You know when you have no money, you look older than your age. If you don't believe me, even at your level, go and Compare your face with the people in the village, the ones that you used to to play together with, there and they are still in the village. You will find out that the guy is. Look, what has happened to you? Ask him. What has happened to you? What has happened to you? I know some of you don't like what I'm saying because you think that I'm insulting certain people. No, no, I'm just you yes. When the doctor tells a patient that you have malaria, it's not an insult. 
It's not an insult. I'm telling you that some of you, your real body is yet to manifest. We, we are yet to have the revelation of your body. As we are talking now, it is hidden. But soon and very soon, money is coming to you. Money is coming to you. And we shall see the revelation. The revelation of your real body. The revelation of your real face. You know, when when you see when you look at people that have got money, even the way they wear glasses, it's not like the way you are wearing. <laughs> 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 Once in a while when they are speaking, they take the glasses off. They will look like this. What are you talking about? <laughs> they put them back. Take them off. <laughs> and then put them somewhere here. <laughs> somebody shout hallelujah. I said somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I decree this hour. You shall walk in financial dominion. In the name of Jesus. You will walk in financial dominion. You are setting up investments. You are contributing to national development. In the name of Jesus. You are setting up businesses. You are creating employment. In the name of Jesus. You are putting up buildings. I said you are putting up buildings in the name of Jesus. Please, can I hear your loud shout of amen? Amen. All right. The last one. Let's look at the last one. Number eight. Functions of money. Why do we need money? Number eight. We need money in order to become a voice in society. To become a voice in society. Money empowers people to become a voice in society. Money helps people to command respect. That is what we see in the testimony of Job. You remember the kind of possessions that he had in Job 1 verse 3? 7,000 sheep, isn't it? 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen, 500 female donkeys, and he had a very, very large household. That means he had a very large work, workforce. Now listen to this. 
The Bible says Bible that whenever Job arrived at a meeting, several things happened. Every time Job arrived at a meeting, if there was a meeting, it doesn't matter whether committee meeting or whatever, the moment Job arrived, when he arrived at a place where people are gathered, there was a certain reaction. Let's read it. Job 29. Job 29. Verse 8 to 11. Give it to me in one of these newer versions like New Living Translation. Or Good News. Okay, Good News. Yeah, or NIV. Let's see. 10 to 1. Job 29, verse 8 to 11. Job 29, verse number 8 to 11. Can we take it from verse 7 if, 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 if need be? 10 to 1, verse number 7. Those were the days when I went to the city gate and took my place among the honored leaders. So he's talking here of going for a meeting. Verse number 8. He says, the young stepped aside when they saw me. And even the aged rose in respect at my coming. Verse number nine. The princes stood in silence and put their hands over their mouths. Verse number 10. The highest officials of the city stood quietly holding their tongues in respect. Verse number 11. All who held me praised me. Yes. Usually, when a rich man, a man who has means, is talking, even where there is nothing to smile about, even when he's talking nonsense. Yes. You just smile. Wow. All who held me praised me. That's typical of a rich man, sir. That's typical of a rich man. Whatever he says, people just praise him. They just praise him. Yes, they praise him. They praise him. Yes. Yes. So money gives people a voice. If you are poor and you are speaking, nobody listens. So money works like an amplifier. You know amplifier. Now, for, for me to be hearing, for you to be hearing my voice like this, there is an amplifier. Amplifier. It's amplifying my voice. 
I don't have to shout for you to hear me because there is already a gadget that is amplifying my voice. That's what money does. Yes. Some of you will agree with me even in your family circle. Those of you that have got a little bit of money. You see, you, you are more respected than others. Than your elder brothers. Who don't have money. But you, it's like, they, they, okay, they, will, they will greet your elder brothers. But, but they give you, a, after they have greeted you, they sit around you. Yes. 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 Because you can flash 5,000 kwachas anytime. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. And when a rich man like that is speaking, the system listens. Yes. Yes. So two people can go on the radio. Two people, my brother, I say two people. Yes. A poor man and a rich man. They may both say the same thing. This is a stupid government. You will see. And they leave the place. Who do you think the police will run after? <laughs> <laughs> they will run for a poor man. They will just say that I think But they will go for this man because he has means. His statement will be analyzed. Yes. State intelligence will be deployed around him to figure out what he meant. Is it making sense? Do you know there are some people if they went to the bank if they went to the bank And they told the bank manager, manager of bank that I'm closing my accounts. Uh, the bank manager may collapse. Because that because because of he knows what is there. But the others who say um, I, I the, the, number one, they will not go to the bank manager. I have come to close my account. They will just be asked, what's your name? <laughs> Don't make noise. What's your name? Okay. Go and sit there. Go and sit there. Wait, somebody will come. Because they know he has nothing there. 
Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. But as for you, your level has changed. In the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. I decreed this hour. If you may please rise on your feet. From today. Finances shall follow you. Money is coming to you. Money is coming to you. In the name of Jesus. The money you lost is coming to you. I said the money you lost is coming to you. In the name of Jesus. The anointing for riches is resting upon your life. The mighty name of Jesus. You believe that, please. Can I hear a loud shout of amen? Amen. Somebody get excited. Give the Lord a shout of praise. I said a shout of praise. I said a shout of praise.